This episode of The Emma Gunn Show is brought to you in partnership with Sainsbury's, helping you cook up some magic this autumn. Now, this episode comes from a slightly different location than usual. I'm actually in my kitchen because I'm going to be cooking a classic comforting autumnal veggie curry. Now, this type of recipe is a firm favourite of mine because it's as much fun to make as it is to eat, in my opinion. I love cooking meals from scratch, you know this, I've talked about it many times on the podcast, and I really enjoy cooking with fresh ingredients, and so this recipe really ticks all of those boxes. And I find that those meals that have this kind of prep, lots of rough chopping, not too much measuring, and everything going into the same same pot takes your mind off the day and helps you relax into your evening, which is why I really like to do them after I finish work. So while I cook, let's talk about the things that you, my most excellent listeners, have written in and asked me about in terms of cooking, batch cooking, and feeding yourself really nice, nourishing, wholesome recipes. So here we go. So this autumn, Sainsbury's are doing something really, really smart, I think. They are on a mission to empower us all to live well for less. That's eating delicious, nutritious, seasonal fruit and veg without breaking the bank. And since I started batch cooking, I've definitely noticed that my weekly grocery shops are coming in in a way that my purse really enjoys. Let's put it that way. And so I've chosen the autumnal veggie curry for a couple of reasons. Firstly, because it's a really good way of making sure that I get enough fruit and veg in my diet, well, enough vegetables in my diet. And since I've started starting from scratch, and I know I've talked about this on the podcast a lot, but I've definitely found that the meals I make, which are almost purely vegetables, purely vegetarian, are the ones that tend to cook best, last well, and taste really, really good, even even if they've been in the freezer for a little while and you bring them out and you heat them up. So that's why I wanted to choose the autumnal uh, veggie curry, but also because at this time of year, definitely with the weather changing, the night's getting a little bit longer, the day's getting a bit shorter, it feels so much... It feels so welcoming to come home and whether you're cooking this recipe from scratch that I'm going to do in the show or whether you're heating it up, it's really nice to have these sorts of warm, spicy, wholesome smells in the kitchen. It just makes me feel, it just makes my kitchen feel like a nice warm hug. And I don't know about you, but I really, really enjoy that. So this autumnal veggie curry, let's talk about what's actually in it. So it is 400 grams of squash, which I'm going to cut into chunks, one sweet potato, an aubergine, roughly chopped, one red pepper, de-seeded and roughly chopped, some vegetable oil, about two tablespoons, coriander seeds, cumin seeds, you've got two two teaspoons of both of those, one diced red onion, some uh, piece of ginger, they say two centimetres in the recipe, but I always just think that's the size of a thumb, two, gl- two cloves of garlic grated, I don't know about you, but I'm the kind of person who if I see any kind of quantity of garlic in a recipe, I usually double it. Not because the recipe necessarily needs it, but because I just really like to taste garlic in my food. But this one says two cloves. Maybe I'll stick to it. Maybe I won't. Um, One red chili, which is finely chopped, a teaspoon of ground cumin, two teaspoons of garam masala, one teaspoon of turmeric, 250 grams of cherry tomatoes, one 400 gram tin of chickpeas, one tablespoon of tomato puree, one 400 gram tin of coconut milk, some fresh coriander roughly chopped and some lime to garnish. Now this is a recipe I can get on board with. Thank you very much. And if you're thinking, Emma, that was far too quick, obviously I've listed this in the show notes. So all you have to do is go to wherever it is that you are streaming and downloading this episode and you'll find the whole recipe and the method 
listed below for you. Listed below? Listed in the show notes is what I'm trying to say. So shall we get cracking? So the first step is I have put my oven on to 180 degrees. It's a fan oven. And meanwhile, I'm going to um, chop and put the squash, sweet potato, aubergine and red pepper into a large bowl, drizzle with oil, coriander and the cumin seeds mixed together and then pop them in a roasting tray, season with salt and fresh black pepper and put it in the oven for about 20 minutes. So the oven is heating very nicely. You might hear it whirring ever so slightly in the background. And I have already chopped up the butternut squash because that does require a little bit of elbow grease and uh, wasn't sure how that was going to sound on tape. But I've also put the sweet potato in a bowl with the squash. Also, note about the squash because you might be thinking this too if you're considering making this recipe. I thought, well, do I peel it or what? How do I... How do I prepare a squash? Because it's not something... I've never used squash a lot in recipes until now. And I have been assured by several people and also the internet that um, especially if you're baking it first and you're going to then be putting it in essentially a big one pot and simmering it, simmering away, actually the skin softens so you can leave it on. But what's going in next? I'm just roughly chopping the aubergine. I do love... I do love chopping vegetables. I find it really meditative. I don't know if everyone else feels this way, but I really do feel that you get into a bit of a rhythm with it and it's just a really nice thing to do. That's why I really like cooking at the end of the day um, because I do feel like it just gets you out. If you've been getting into that thing where you're constantly checking emails or you're on calls or you're doing this or you're doing that and your head is a little bit all over the place, when you've got a knife in one hand and a vegetable in the other and you are chopping away, you have to pay attention and it kind of gets you out of that headspace. And I do tend to try to sort of chop in a rhythm, as weird as that might sound, so that I almost like stop breathing that way and I try to do it quite slowly so it just calms my head down. I don't know about, I don't know about anyone else, but I've tried it and I think it definitely works. So that's now aubergine's gone in and there's one more thing that needs to go in here. (sighs) Let me just check what it is. It's the red pepper and then I need to put in the spices. So here we go. So everything's in the bowl now and I underestimated quite how big this would be. Butternut squash, even though you're chopping it up, still takes up a lot of volume, but I'm just sprinkling in some salt on top of the seeds. I've put the cumin seeds, some oil and some coriander seeds on top of the vegetables. And I'm now putting a fair amount, it's turning into ASMR, putting in a fair amount of black pepper. And then I feel like when you've got a bowl this big and you've got this much stuff, you just need to get in there with your hands. So I'm just going to make sure that everything gets covered in the spices, the seasoning, the oil, the seeds, so that when it goes in the oven, everyone has got... Everyone. Look at how I've personalised my vegetables. But everything has got a sort of equal coverage of um, the seasoning, the spices and the oil. The only thing about doing this with your hands is sometimes the vegetables make a bit for freedom over the size of the bowl, especially if your bowl isn't quite big enough. So um, don't worry, I'll get them. They'll all make it into the oven. So that's now all going to be tipped in to a roasting dish. Nice tipping sound. Uh, <laughs> and so, and that is phase, phase one of the recipe. And then we can get on to the, uh, the uh, other assembly 
issues that this requires. See, it's all very easy. Now, next up, we're switching to the pan. So actually, because of how, how much veg there actually is, and this, this recipe does serve six people, because of how much um, there actually is in terms of volume of vegetables, I've got out my big, my big pot, my big pan, and I'm just dicing some uh, red onion. There's already a little bit of vegetable oil in the pan, and I am just finely chopping those, the red onion, and that will create the base of what I'm creating in the pot. And actually, it's really interesting. I asked some of you, my most excellent listeners, about your favourite autumnal dishes and about cooking from home. And we've got quite a lot of discussion points. Bear with me one second. The onion's about to go in. Um, quite a few people asking about, about batch cooking and how to make the best of it. And I think the key to batch cooking, and what you can't see on this podcast, is the four, five, <laughs> there are five Tupperware or, you know, basically food storage containers on the side so that when this is finished, I'll have the portion that I'll eat today and then I immediately portion off the rest of it into the five Tupperware uh, containers and then I can freeze some and keep them in the fridge. I personally love batch cooking but I don't like eating the same thing on six to seven consecutive nights. It gets very very boring but I can do one, two, maybe three nights depending and so that's why I'll then keep them in the freezer for another time and then when I think oh I really fancy that curry um, I've got it, it's ready to go. I just take it out in the morning and it's ready for me to heat up by the afternoon early evening. So the red onion's gone in and to that, I'm going to add the ginger, garlic and chilli and just simmer for a little, just sort of cook them over a low-ish heat. And then I'm going to be adding the ground cumin, the ground coriander, the turmeric, the garam masala and cooking for a minute before I add the cherry tomatoes in one fell plonky tomatoey avalanche, which I can't wait, and 100 millilitres of water. And I'm just going to simmer that. So wait one second while I just prep all of that for you. Okay, this is where I get out my measuring spoons and I need two teaspoons of garam masala. Yep, one teaspoon going in now. And another. And then I also need to put in a teaspoon of ground cumin. Easily done. I do love measuring out things. The sort of precision, but maybe, you know, maybe that teaspoon's a little bit heaped, you know, that kind of devil may care attitude that you see the chefs doing and then try to emulate at home um good those are the spices done oh and also a teaspoon of turmeric also in the mix i threw in some diced red chili one diced red chili now just to say i really like the heat of chili so i don't remove the seeds but if you don't like the heat of chili too much take out the seeds and you get a much milder but no less warming kind of hit of if something, it's just not going to knock your socks off. I like I like to keep the seeds in. I like my food quite spicy. But if you sometimes avoid chilli, that's a way of actually still having it, but taking away the kick, the punch, whatever you might like to call it. So then all I've added to the pan is 100 millilitres of water and the whole cherry tomatoes. And I'm just going to let those simmer until the cherry tomatoes are broken down and they're no longer lots of individual cherry tomatoes. They're like a nice tomatoey soup. But while that's doing that, I thought I would address some of the other things that came up in the group about batch cooking. So this is the thing. The first thing is to successfully batch cook, the, the key is have your containers ready. 
and know how many you're going to put in the freezer, how many you're going to put in the fridge and when you're going to eat it. You can kind of play devil may care with the stuff that's going in the freezer. I have meals in there from a couple of months ago that I'm sort of saving for. I know I've got them. I really want to save them for a night when, um, when I really fancy whatever, whatever it might be. But the other thing is, how do I, this is a great question, actually. It was, how do I stop myself from constantly eating out or getting takeaway and looking in the fridge and not seeing meals? And this took me a long time to really perfect because I think you go to the supermarket or you buy your food and you think, yep, yep, that that should constitute a meal. And you never really feel as though you've got um, an actual nutritious balanced meal. And actually, I found that buying a few recipe books, going through, finding the sorts of things I liked and sort of changing things up a bit and sort of disregarding everything I knew about cooking and almost starting from scratch really, really helped. And I think I'd always thought protein, carbs, vegetables, all of that, and I'd never really come up with nice meals. And this is one of the reasons why I really like cooking with vegetables. And I think they make really, really good batch cooking recipes is because you can get something so different. You can get something really light. You can get something quite uh, nutritious and hearty. And you just have to find those recipes that really uh, tantalize your taste buds. But you also really look forward to there's nothing worse than looking in the fridge and thinking, well, those three, do, those three things do go together, but they're not very exciting. And that's why I like something like this autumnal veggie curry, because actually it's a lot of fun to put together. I really like chopping the vegetables, as we've discussed. I like measuring out the spices. So actually, I enjoy the process of making the meal as much as I enjoy the process of eating it. And I think that's really important. So it was a really good question about how do I see um, look in the fridge and see meals. And I think you have to kind of find a few recipes that you enjoy making, enjoy eating, and just make sure you always have those basics around. And that's one of the reasons why I like cooking with veg, because you buy the stuff, you cook in batch, you don't have any waste, because it's not going to go off. You're not looking for inspiration, because you already know how those component parts fit together. And if you just keep replenishing your store cupboard with the spices and the seasoning and things like that, you're never going to run shy of anything. And I think that's really important. So I think find a few recipes and it might seem boring at first, but actually it's amazing how much variation there can be in four recipes. I have four pretty much, four or five that I tend to rotate and batch cook. Or if I think, oh, I really fancy that tonight. I'm not that hungry, but I really fancy something quite light and I know exactly where I can go to and I know I can get those things really easily, whether they're already at home or I can quickly pop out and go and get them. And so another question came in about basic shopping lists of ingredients would be really handy. And I think this is the key. It is the key of figuring out the things that you really like, figuring out the things that won't spoil, and then just doing those on a loop for a little while. And you can add things to them. You can throw things in the mix. For example, with this particular recipe, the autumnal veggie curry, I won't rule out the idea of on certain days, if I feel like I need it, throwing in as I'm warming it up a handful of spinach. Not in the recipe, but I know that that would just give it a little bit of something else, a little bit of something extra. Um, You can have it with brown rice, you can have it with wild rice, you can have it with uh, naan bread or bread, whatever you like. You can can always add to it, but the actual, what you've got in the centre of your plate, that lovely veggie curry, is what's really wholesome. There's another really good question about cooking for one. If you live alone, how can you really successfully cook for one without waste? And I think it is the thing of 
getting used to eating the same thing a few nights in a row. And sometimes I think, oh, that's so boring. But I have grown to sort of put together these recipes that I do really, really enjoy. So in the Facebook group, someone said, I want to cook healthy, fresh food, but often the quantities just don't work for one meal. And that's why I think having your five containers or however many, if a, if a recipe serves four, have three containers out. Put your serving on your plate, eat that then, and then you put your the rest of it, divide it between those three containers, and you can decide whether to freeze ref, you can decide whether to freeze or refrigerate what you've got. And then you can actually it's amazing how quickly you build up a nice stock in your fridge and freezer of food that you can easily go to and heat up pretty quickly. And that's just for me, that's taken out anything complicated. That's taken out actually the standing in the supermarket, looking at the shelves, looking for looking for the food to talk to me from the shelves going hey do this with me because I've kind of I know what's happening I've found my recipes that I really like I don't have the question hanging over me every time I go food shopping now and it just seems to work so my advice is batch cook but maybe you could do freeze quite a lot of it to begin with so you're not eating the same stuff and just figure out what it is that you really really like and then just keep rotating those recipes and get used to it it might seem a bit boring at first but genuinely after a while there are some recipes that might seem really boring and I probably eat them so much but I love coming back to them time and time again and I know they're filling I know they make me feel good I know they taste delicious so it doesn't bother me I'm not looking for that kind of quick fix with my recipes anymore I want something really exciting I want sushi because I don't I want something really hearty really healthy that's full of nutrition that's got my five a day in or at least the majority of it and I know will just make me feel great at the end of the day and not make me feel too full or anything like that this is why these meals really do make me the recipes that I um, alternate between I feel like I've really found some great ones and I and I also know based on the ones that I like now I can see a recipe now and think oh I know I'm really going to love that and I can give it a go and experiment so everything's just simmering away those cherry tomatoes are slowly disintegrating from nice firm robust uh, cherry tomatoes into a delicious soupy tomatoey sludge um, which I'm looking forward to eating I have to admit but before um, I begin to assemble it after the uh, vegetables come out of the oven I just wanted to mention my trip to Sainsbury's and buying this because I think like a lot of people who've, who've messaged in about cooking for one, I thought vegetable curry, squash, all of the things is going to be really heavy. It's going to be expensive. It's going to be a bit of a nonsense to get hold of these things. And I went to the supermarket, I went to Sainsbury's, and I picked everything up so easily. I was stunned because this is a meal for six. So this recipe will last for six meals or will serve six people. And it clocked in, it came in at under £10, which is incredibly reasonable. And also, it fit in one uh, reusable carrier bag, and it wasn't heavy, because I have been that person who's thought, I'll be fine, and has really overfilled bags, thinking, it's fine, I can do a week shopping and carry it home, and then who had to stop several times on the way. And that was just something that I thought, actually, considering what you get, you get a lot of bang for your buck in this meal, because you get a lot of fiber you get a lot of um you get i think it's four and a half of your five a day in this recipe let me just double check that yes i do believe that is the case yeah four and a half of your five a day in this recipe and the breakdown is it's low in fat it's low in saturated, it's low in sugar it's low in salt so it's it's great it's a really for me i just thought 
this is a this is a no-brainer I really like cooking it I really like the taste of it and also if I think suddenly on the way home oh I want to pop to the supermarket and I want to get all the bits just imagine that I didn't have everything that I needed at home there will always be bits in the store cupboard but I, I I don't have to worry about whether I can get the component parts and it's not going to weigh me down on the way back which just seemed like something worth mentioning because sometimes you can go and think oh I really fancy making this and you go to the supermarket and they don't have what you need but I mean there was plenty of everything that I needed which was which was really good right I think we might be ready to assemble actually okay so now we come to one of my favorite parts of this recipe where all you have to do is you take your vegetables out of the oven and you plonk them into the you plonk them into the pan in one go trying to get you as close to the action without being too close to the action as possible that's all of the veg just tipped into the pot i'm not gonna lie but a squash did make a run for it some chickpeas and then on top of all of that one tin of light coconut milk and then it just simmers and do you know what and that and that's it and what I've really enjoyed about this particular recipe because I've been cooking it for a few weeks now is it's the kind of thing that you can cook in stages and although I know that the idea of coming in from work and cooking a recipe is a little bit nebulous now that we're not necessarily going to work but it's a really nice recipe that you can cook in stages and I think that's when I was going through the Sainsbury's website looking for recipes I, this is why I really settled on this one because you've got your prep so you can finish what you're doing and think right I'm just going to go into the kitchen and I'm going to chop the veg pop them in the oven and then you can go off for 20 minutes and I don't know sign off just check that you've done everything maybe tidy your office I like to tidy my office before the end of the day like put everything away neatly so that when I go back to it tomorrow morning it looks really nice then you come in you do your your stuff with you chop the onions and you put the spices in and everything like that and you can just leave that and it's perfectly fine by itself and you can go off and do something like I don't know fold up your laundry whatever it might be and that's what I've really really liked about this particular recipe so now I've plonked everything in I'll let that simmer for 10 minutes and so while I'm doing so while that's simmering away and getting really delicious I can tidy up make sure the kitchen's super tidy and clean because I like to clean up as I go um make sure you know put everything in the dishwasher wash up what needs to be washed up and then all I do is get my bowl out and serve myself some of the food which we will do in 10 minutes when we come well not 10 minutes for you in the podcast world this is just a mere few seconds but I'm going to (laughs) I'm going to pause for a moment do all my tidying and come back and share with you the final result okay we're all cooked. It was so easy. And it just looks, I'm so proud of it sitting there in my giant pan. But anyway, thank you for joining me in this very special and unique cook along episode of the Emma Gunn Show brought to you in partnership with Sainsbury's. You can check out the recipe I made on the Sainsbury's website, but I'll also share this on my social media too. I will link to it in the show notes and um, I'll also share some pictures with you on my Instagram. I genuinely think this is such a delicious, easy to make autumnal dish. It's that kind of dish that it's perfectly perfect for winter perfect for this kind of trans seasonal state that we're in where you want something really warming but not too heavy it's just I just really like it and I'm really about to get stuck in the smell in my kitchen is amazing it's spicy but not overpowering and I can't wait so right um let me serve myself some up it's so great so yeah get I'm gonna get stuck in grab the ingredients from your local Sainsbury's today just like I did I'm very lucky. Mine is not too long a walk away. And um, yeah, have a delicious, delicious as this. Hang on, I'm about to taste it. Mm. 
Mm. Oh my goodness. It's just as well I've got my containers out because it's good. And I'm going to portion them out immediately because it would be so easy to just eat. This is so good. This is the taste of autumn. It's perfect. Light, hearty, nourishing, full of flavor. I love it. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you on the next one.